Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Selena Cesar Chavan, um, she was Liberal Member of Parliament for Whitby, the first black Member of Parliament for Whitby, Ontario, and she became the Parliamentary Secretary to the Prime Minister. And uh, when and we've, we've spoken with Selena about this, when she told Mr. Trudeau that she wasn't running again in 2019, he became angry and uh, aggressive verbally toward her. Selena, thank you for coming back on the program. How are you? I am so good, Roy. Thank you for having me back again. Well, it's always a pleasure. I mean, I, I just enjoy our conversations so much. You and too. I, yeah, well, I'm glad. And I have to tell our listeners your book, Can You Hear Me Now?, is a book everybody should be reading because not only is it your life, but it's a lot of it has to do with your life in that building in Ottawa where you went with objectives and goals and expectations and one after another, tell me if I'm wrong, one after another, you were disappointed. Well, I was disappointed, and I think you clearly articulated right at the top of the show why I was I was disappointed, right? Like, everybody can't experience, experience things differently. It might be the person who's saying that everybody experiences things differently. That is the problem. And um, that, that may have materialized, and we, we've seen it materialize time and time again in the flip-flopping with our our uh, the leader of the Liberal Party, our Prime Minister, in uh, in mer- various different ways. Yeah, when as you saw the situation develop in Kitchener, and again, people are innocent until they're proven otherwise in Canada, right. and that's a cornerstone of our justice system. It has to stay that way. Correct. As right. you as you saw, though, the political side of this develop, where the Prime Minister sitting beside Mr. Saini, defending his candidacy when he would attack others who might be similarly uh, challenged uh, with allegations. Right. What were you? Th- what did you think of, of of Trudeau's performance that day? There's a couple sides to this story. So the first is that. In previous attempts, there were other uh, MPs in the, the government in the 41st Parliament before the majority that were removed because of misconduct. You know, there's still that due process, but there's an allegation and they were removed. I can't remember their names, but they were removed. Um, other people have been removed because of their conduct. In this particular case, uh, Mr. Trudeau decided to stay and support and sit beside someone um, maybe because, Roy, if because Raj has left at this particular time, you cannot replace that seat. So you cannot have a liberal replacement in that seat. So that, that riding in Kitchener is now lost. It's not going to be a liberal seat because he's he's gone past the deadline of actually being able to say, you know, let's get a replacement from him as a liberal candidate in that riding. The second thing which I want your listeners to pay attention to is, you know, in a, in a time of, of Me Too and a time of Me Too movement, you have the leader of a G7 country sitting beside someone who has had numerous allegations across the, four, the, the six years that he's been in government, not just recently, but across that time, sit beside him and say, you know, I'm going to support him when let's say maybe in 2019, you removed your minister of justice, your your attorney general minister of justice, because you didn't believe her. That's true. Like, let's square that circle. Like, if we want to start squaring some circles, let's do that. Yeah. 
Yeah. He wouldn't, well, he would not let Ms. Wilson-Raybould uh, even even speak to Canadians. He said he lifted uh, campaign, or at least capital confidence. Parliamentary privileges. Yeah. He didn't yeah. really. He, he did a little bit, but he didn't do what had been done previously by, by Stephen Harper. The, he had the opportunity to let Jody Wilson-Raybould speak, and he wouldn't do it. Well, because... <laughs> we... Go ahead. You finish the sentence. You know where it goes. I know. Yeah, we, I think we both know where this goes. I think right? so. Yeah. yeah. You, 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 and this is why you say people experience experience things differently because there are certain conversations you want to be had, and there are certain conversations that you don't. And for everything else, you you cover that up. So, and you know what? Again, I'm going to say to your listeners, you know, it may sound like I have beef with Trudeau. I don't. I have I have beef with his leadership style. Your capacity to lead means that you have to make decisions that are fairly consistent with your values and the values that you espouse to, the values that Canadians espouse to. And in this case, he flawed. In the case with, you know, the RCMP, his internal circle flawed, uh, with the Governor General and how she operated her office, that flawed. So there's a lot of misgivings here. And, uh, you know, his, his true colors were shown to me a while ago, but I think they're they're even more apparent now. Well, you won't raise it, so let me. Uh, it's also how he treated you. One hundred percent, one hundred percent, and it's it's a it's more about the rhetoric, more about how we could preserve your own self image as opposed to do what I, I always say, doing what is right as opposed to doing what's politically expedient. And unfortunately, the leader of the Liberal Party chooses to do what is politically expedient, what will be be is serve his best interests more often than not, than doing what is best for Canadians. And I just don't feel like that's a proper way to govern a G7 country. No, and, uh, and, and for people who don't know, when you informed Mr. Trudeau that you were not going to run again in 2019, he became verbally aggressive toward you, not once, but twice. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that, that type of behavior, you know, I, I, Roy, to be honest with you, um, and people might say, you know, get over it, Selena, but I'm not over that. I'm not over that kind of behavior because of the fact that the Trudeau name has power. And one of the things that I thought about during that, those interactions where he was clearly upset uh, the first time, the second time, just angry, um, was how much power does this person hold to literally ruin my life, ruin what happens later? You know, I, I don't know that. And, and unfortunately, that is the reality of, of part of this situation. Yeah, that's not a, it's not a, boy, you never should have to be concerned about that, but I understand exactly <laughs> what you're saying. But believe me, for the last, since 2019, I think maybe now, or, you know, in the last few months, I've been less concerned, but it's been a real concern for me. How many people are influenced by what he says that, you know, can control how my livelihood is made, what I do, where my children go with my, my last name. I'm glad that my, my children don't have my full last name of, of Caesar Chavant. They have the Chavant, and maybe people might disconnect that. But it is a consideration. Yeah. And, and that's the power with, that's the problem with power and how you utilize 
the power that you have. And I think all of your listeners, irrespective of, of what their title is, need to understand the, the, the power that people have and how they're able to use it for good or for not good. Well, I often think about how Mr. Trudeau treated you, how he treated Jody Wilson-Raybould. And Ms. Wilson-Raybould is going to be on this program uh, in a couple of weeks. Oh, uh, nice. You know, she, was, she was on with us a couple of months ago, and uh, she's going to be back with us after her book is published. And, yes. and, and how she treated, uh, or how he treated Jane Philpott. Another. And you know why? You, but, but let me tell you something, Roy. Let's just, let me just be clear. From October of 2019 to October of 2020, so, you know, some people might be listening and saying, oh, you know, Trudeau doesn't have that kind of power. I did not work. I have an executive MBA. I have an MBA in healthcare management. I've met, co-chaired national epidemiologies and research on, on neurological conditions. I'm a smart individual, <laughs> if I may say so myself. You are. I could, I could not find a job from October 2019 to October 2020. The wow. only reason I got a job in October 2020 was because Jane Philpott hired me at Queen's University. So when you talk about, when you go back, if I could just close the circle around power, the power that that Trudeau brand has, none of the consulting companies in Ottawa would hire me. None of the GR firms would hire me. They hired every other MP that left in 2019. They didn't hire me. And this is the kind of power that he holds. And the only reason I'm working right now is because of Jane Philpott. Wow. So, I, so no I, I just want people to think about that in context. Yeah. Wow, that is stunning, and and that's, and that's very reality. concerning. Well, and, <laughs> and very yeah, concerning, and very yeah. concerning, deeply concerning. That is so, uh, Selena. That is really disturbing. I sat straight upright when you were describing what was going on, and and that you have a job now because Dr. Philpot hired you at Queens, and you are. And I should say this, and I should have said it at the beginning. You're an extremely accomplished woman. <laughs> You have you have degrees, university degrees, master's degrees. You are an expert in so many fields, and you're an entrepreneur. There was a reason they wanted you to run because you're a winner. Right, right. And unfortunately, none of that asset was leveraged throughout my time in Parliament. And I've had people say to me, you know, oh, Selena, you need to work on the inside. You need to create collaborations. You need to create friends. You need to do this and you do that. I did all those things. I created frameworks. I designed, you know, put together metrics. I put together, you know, uh, documents that showed what I wanted to do, how I wanted to accomplish it, how we could measure it, what kind of return on investment would happen with it. And they, they were not paid attention to. And, you know, it's fine. It's, it's fine. And I don't expect everything that I, I bring to the fore to be, you know, become policy in Canadian history. Um, but I, I think for me, it was the fact that I was more utilized for my skin color and my gender as opposed to the actual smarts that I wanted to bring to Parliament. And that was not something that I was willing to stand for. I didn't want to be tokenized and I didn't want to be utilized for performative measure, measurements, I wanted to uh, enact or, or to bring forward something that was quite substantive and that was never leveraged. Yeah, I was, as you were starting to speak just now, I thought that must have been very disappointing, but let me change the word. That must have been very discouraging. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, when you go to work in the morning and you, 
you think about your end of the day, you look back over your day at work, you want to make sure that you can look yourself in the mirror the next day, you've done some good things, you've, you've contributed, you've been a, a productive member of society, and you've done something that's going to make somebody else's life better through your service. And unfortunately, um, that wasn't the case when, you know, the, the, the events, the three events that I was asked to go to as parliamentary secretary. And remember, being a parliamentary secretary, that comes with a pay upgrade. We are paid a lot of money as MPs. And as a parliamentary secretary, you're getting like $16,000 more a year. And, you know, for, for that to just be, well, we're going to pay you $16,000 for you to look black and look like a woman at an event. Is Gosh. that worth it to Canadians? <laughs> no, that I is. Don't think so. <laughs> that, is, that is so disturbing. So, and I know you've suggested, you've said this before when we've been on the air. You've, you've talked about the fact that you felt, and you have evidence to prove it, that they sent you or asked you to attend events where it was. Correct me if I'm wrong where it was predominantly a black audience, so they sent you there yeah. because yeah. They, they felt that you would were the right person to send. Uh, and, and it was that, the tokenism, yes? And that's it exactly. And I, 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 want, I want sort of people to understand that it was... So what happened with me is sort of a microcosm of the macro issue where you have a government that tends to do very performative things instead of actually going to the, to the substantive, to the root cause of problems or policy or solutions, to look broader than the easiest thing to do. And I, if I could go full circle, to go broader than what is politically expedient. What is the easiest thing I could do in government? And, and you know, sort of just get people off my back. You know, when we thought about, you know, this will be the last first past the post election, that was going to be something that was going to be hard. We said we were going to do it. It didn't happen because it actually required some effort to do. Not yeah. done. Yeah. Boiled water advisories require some intentional effort, not just throwing money at it. Not done either. Like there's a lot of a lot of big issues that require intentional effort and not performative, continuous performative action that is going to just get rid of sort of the the surface of the issue, yeah. but not actually dig deep into uprooting what is wrong with the issue at I, hand. I, I don't want to do this, but we've run out of time. I, I, no! I like, yeah, I want, to, I want to talk to you. I want to keep talking to you, but we have on this occasion, Selena, we've run out of time, but thank you so much. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.